0: Welcome to the Pewtercast. This is the instant cast for Week Four, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took on the Arizona Cardinals, or I, I mean the Denver Broncos. Wait, what? Oh, uh, hey, Bucks fans, it's your host Brent Allen here. Did that game look familiar to you guys? Did it? Because it sure did to me. At least it felt familiar. Man, I know the score was different, but man, I. <laughs> It just looked like the same game that we saw against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, the score wasn't nearly as lopsided, but everything else felt that way. I mean, good night. The Denver Broncos had our number all night long. All night long. Even after the rain delay. You know, last last week we came out of a rain delay, and we actually did pretty good right up until that last little bit. Not tonight. Not tonight at all. You know, I know a lot of you out there, I can hear you now. A lot of you are going, oh, what about the culture change? I've not looked on social media yet. I'm, I'm sure it's out there, though. Roy Cummings, uh, he he posted something. I told him, don't be an ass. Culture change doesn't happen in a week. It's a long process. Long process, people. Culture change is a long process. The Bucks have to get to an I can't stand it anymore moment. I don't know if they're there yet. I really don't. Some people, some people are just used to this, and so they just accept it. But they've got to get to an I can't stand anymore moment. But hey, listen, talking about culture change, that's a future thing. This, let's just focus on the present. Okay, this is about this game. Let's focus on this game. Uh, and I'll say this, guys. For the first time this season, and this is me. This is me talking. For the first time this season, I thought they looked truly awful. I mean, horrible. Like, even in Arizona with a 40-7 to 7 final score, I don't think they looked as bad as they did today. I don't think they got as embarrassed as they did today. I don't think they got as outplayed as they did today. I don't think they got as outcoached as they did today. I don't think they got as outfanned as they did today. There was so much orange in those stands, y'all. I don't know what the hell is going on with y'all down in Tampa. I, re- I mean, it, like... Like, I might need to just start driving my happy butt eight and a half hours every Sunday that we have a home game and, and fill in some of those empty seats. And I got a big butt. I could probably I could probably fill up a couple of them just up by myself. There's so much. Or somebody tweeted me today said, uh, I'm assuming he was a younger fella. He said that my dad won't take me until the Bucks start putting a better product on the field. And you know what? It's fair. That's fair. I get it. I get it. But, I mean, oh, my word. Like, even last week. You know, last week it was the home opener, and, and the seats just looked empty. Yeah, you know, I tell you, if the Bucks don't start selling seats, they might not have any money to pay these multi-million dollar contracts. I was thinking that during this game. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I don't know where they get their money. I know the I know the Glazers got a crap ton of money. You know, I know a hundred million dollar contract to Gerald McCoy over the over a bunch of years isn't. I mean, that's a lot of money. I don't care who you are, or how much money you have, but you know that's not going to make them blink a whole lot uh but still um you know the business has to pay for itself somehow and uh I, I don't know i just it's the stink continues to exude from Raymond James Stadium i mean what was it somebody i think they said on the broadcast they're 3 and 18 in their last home games they're they're 3-4-18 uh, 3 3 and 15 actually i guess is how the record would be stated but they're 3 for 18 out of their last 18 home games Yeesh. Yeesh, that's not good. That's not good. All right, guys, let's get to it. Let's let's dive into it. Just some some thoughts coming out of this game um, that we have. These are these are these are unedited thoughts. Okay, if you guys don't know how an instant cast works, it basically I I get in here to the recording equipment just as soon as I can when the bucks when the bucks game goes off, and sometimes it's right away. Like right now, I'm I'm in here. The game just went off. My wife had me do one little chore for her and now i'm in here so this is fresh this is fresh 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 sometimes i have to wait till i drive home sometimes i got to wait till uh, whatever but but tonight you're getting it right off the game okay and that's what an instant cast is there i've not watched any press conferences i've not jumped on social media to see what other people are saying um i i don't know what the stats are i don't know what the box scores are i don't know i don't know any of that stuff all right, these are these are just my things. So let's jump in. Um, talking about offense, I always start where I always start on offense, which is with Jameis. And, and you know, here is the thing, Jameis—he he was just off a couple of games in a row. Now he was off. Now, okay, let's to start the game. I thought he got off to his typical slow start. You know, he his, that first drive, he throws that interception to a keep to a keep Talib? I I don't even know how you say his name. Talib. Throws that interception to Talib. Talib just had it, I mean, just watched him. Had a number. I don't I don't know another phrase to say. He he, he you know what he looked like? You remember last week when Quan intercepted uh uh dude from that team that we played last week, uh Case Keenum um from the Rams. That that's what talib did to us tonight. And then and then Jameis came out, you know. After that, they got the ball. You know, of course they went and they scored. And you know, we turned around and came back out. And I thought Jameis did some good stuff in that first quarter. You know, he got the touchdown scramble. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that's what I was talking about last week. That's the way we should have ended that game last week. Little little scramble into the end zone, Jameis. Good job. Maybe you listen to the podcast. Listen to the to the kind of letter that I wrote you. If you guys, by the way, I'm, I apologize for not getting episode thirteen, the the full episode about the Rams out. Earlier last week, uh, just had some stuff bamboozled with family, and then had to get on the road, and and uh, it was kind of that perfect storm. Sort of like what happened today. Sort of like what happened today with the with the Bucks team. Perfect storm. Uh, so yeah, Jameis, Uh, that's it's kind of that first quarter, and then after the first quarter, I, he just couldn't stay away from defenders. I mean, the offensive line, the tight ends, the blockers coming out of the backfield—none of them could keep him upright. And he was just off. He was tired. I don't think I've ever seen Jameis Winston look as frustrated as he did tonight. He 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 just wasn't his calm, cool self that we normally see from Jameis Winston. And 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 that's that's all I can say about him. He just he he couldn't stay away from the defenders. That was the story for three quarters of this game. It was Jameis running away from defenders. First quarter. Aside from that, that opening interception to Tlaib, first quarter was okay. First quarter was okay. Rest of the game, not. Rest of the game, not. All right, the running game. Um, here's If I could plead with Cutter. Oh, my gosh. Can I plead with Cutter? Stop trying to pretend like Charles Sims is Doug Martin because he's not. He's not. You keep trying to run him like you run Martin. I know he's been elevated. I know he's now the feature back. You keep trying to run him between the tackles. You try to keep running to put him in situations where he's got to bust a whole bunch of tackles and break through and trot off down the field, and that's not what Charles Sims does. Charles Sims runs out. He gets a little screen pass. He gets a little toss out of the backfield, and then he turns up and runs, and then he can turn up and miss some tackles, and then he can turn up and make people miss. Play Sims like you like you play Sims. Stop trying to play him like you play Doug Martin. You know who you have that you can play like Doug Martin even if Doug Martin is injured? Jack was Rogers. That other guy. Bring him in and run him like you run Martin. He does pretty good kind of getting through those tackles sometimes. I mean, he's not Doug Martin. And so for a reason, when Doug Martin comes back, he's going to get in his spot again. But he can still do it. Stop trying to do that with Charles Sims. Stop it. How about the passing game? what passing game I mean my god what what we complete today five passes the whole game I don't know I I don't have the I don't have the sheets right in front of me I, okay here's what I'm here's what I know from the game uh, Mike Evans I thought was consistent all night what, whatever whatever maturity has happened to him in this in this last off season um I, I kind of joked around saying this cuz he got married you know that that'll that'll cool you out real quick um, but, uh, you know, Mike Evans, was he was our most consistent player of this entire game. It, like, if if we could give a game ball af, even after a loss like that, it'd go to Mike Evans for me tonight. thought Cameron Brake came up on a few good plays. That was great to see him. Hell, even Vincent Jackson came out on a few plays and didn't look as, as uh, uh, I don't know what the word is, as didn't look as transparent as he has in the first three games. You know, I mean, at the end of that Rams game, I was just going, stop throwing to V-Jackson. Stop throwing to him. Can't catch the damn ball. Stop throwing to him. Well, you know? He didn't do that bad today. He he had a couple had a couple good catches. Couple. I, I don't know how many times we threw to him. What? Maybe three, four, five times. There's at least twice that I can remember he caught the ball pretty well. So, okay, fine. Maybe maybe we we had ten completed passes all night. I don't I don't know. I, I, but uh, what passing game? Again, Jameis didn't have time to pass. Jameis was running away from defenders all night, and when he was passing, he was usually throwing it away to avoid a sack. I don't know how many sacks he took tonight. It felt like it was at least five, maybe six. Maybe six. You want to know why it was six? Because, because he, he, the last three plays of the game that he was on the field, he took three sacks in a row. That's how the game ended. Took three sacks in a row, and that's how the game ended for us. Offensive line, what the hell? I You know, I mean, your work tonight or lack thereof was displayed very clearly for all of us to see on Jameis's jersey, in the form of dirt and grass and mud, probably a little bit of blood in there too. I don't know what was going on, and you know, and I'm sure I can hear Jameis at the podium right now, going, cool, "Man, my offensive line, man, they they're awesome. They they played their butts off." Yeah, well, not tonight. I I, I mean. I, you know, listen, offensive line, you guys, I commend you for your play through your first three games. I I don't know if you were just way out of your league, if you were way outclassed in this game, if you were just tired. I don't know. I mean, Jameis even went, he tried to help you out because he went into the locker room at halftime and came out with a brand new jersey. Fresh, sparkling, clean, sparkling white jersey by the end of the by the end of the third quarter it was just as dirty as it was when they went in halftime yeah i don't know i uh how about defense i got three words for you on defense injuries 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 you know before the beginning of the season we were all worried about the depth on the defensive line particularly in that tackle position you know we we had some pretty good ends but particularly in that tackle position we're all worried about it. And then Ayers goes out. Jaquise Smith goes out. Now Gerald McCoy is out. Now Noah Spence is out. Guys, our depth is gone. It's gone. It's gone. There is no more depth. It's gone. And you know what? It shows. It showed tonight. You know, McCoy was out there. He was beasting. I mean, he, oh, I loved watching Gerald McCoy tonight. Loved watching him until he got hurt. I mean, hell, even Will Golston around was starting to beast as well. You know, and that's that's the mark of a good leader. That's the mark of somebody who, who elevates. Leaders lift, right? And that's a good leadership principle. Leaders lift. They lift other people around them. Jay, not Jameis Winston. Uh, Gerald McCoy lifts the other guys around him. And then he goes out. And I don't know how much lifting he can do from the sidelines. I really don't. On a, on a leadership level, I don't know what that really looks like. But I mean, after he left the game, yeah, there was. I mean, there was there was a, a sack. I think we got one sack after that point. And sure, we hurt the other quarterback in the process to the point that he came out of the game. So they put in their their rookie. But it's okay. They didn't mind having the rookie in there. You know why? Because we couldn't get to him. He, we couldn't get to him. We couldn't put any pressure on him. On Simeon or or Lynch. Either one of them. You know, and then you look at them in the third quarter, you know, third quarter, Broncos come out, they get the ball, and they eat up eight minutes o'clock. They eat up an entire half of the quarter in one drive. Trotting it down the field. I mean, they 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 took that ball and they took their sweet bippity time with it. They got it down there of course they got it they got a a touchdown. And I tell you the defensive line especially looked gassed. Absolutely worn out, especially Akima Spence. They showed him on TV and he was sucking wind. Sucking wind. I mean it's understandable I suppose. You know there's no bench anymore, right? They can't sub them out. They can't rotate them out. Our bench is gone. It's gone. I think I said that once, right? It's gone. There is no more depth on defensive line. What we have is what we have, and they got to play the whole dang game. That's hard. That's a tall order. Maybe I shouldn't give them too much flack because that's a, that's a hard thing to do. I don't know where Quan was today. Quan seemed like he was missing most of the game. I think every time I saw him, he was just standing upright, not inside the dog pile not inside the tackle pile. I'll be interested to see what his numbers are a little bit later. Levante, Levante was around. Levante was out there mixing it up. Heck yeah. Hargraves, Hargraves was good in doing his job. Hey, Hargraves looks stout. And it's like they figured it out, and so they just threw it to the other side to Grimes the rest of the night. No, they didn't throw it to Grimes. They threw to whoever was on Grimes' side of the ball. Threw it over there. Grimes couldn't keep up. Couldn't couldn't get. I mean, he was always there, but he was he was out of step. And once again, a ball hits Grimes in the hands, and he he drops it. At least I think that's what happened. I don't know. I can't remember. Did that happen? Somebody tweet me and let me know if I'm right. If Grimes missed another interception, because I'm gonna tell you what about Brent Grimes right now. Now listen, much love and respect to my fellow Brent. We got a little club out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and Brent's got to stick together. We sure do. But Mr. Grimes. I am not gonna be happy with you till you get an interception. I don't care what you do. Until I see you get an interception, I'm I you're you're in you're, you're in my poop pile. You're on my shit list. Defense couldn't get off the field. Couldn't get off the field tonight, y'all, and that's why they're so tired. You know, and it's it's one of those it's one of those uh, it, 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 it's a vicious circle. Defense is tired, so they can't do anything, and so they can't get off the field. So they stay on the field, and they keep playing, and they just keep getting more tired, and they get worn out. And so they can't do anything, and so they can't get off the field. And even when they were off the field, the offense couldn't get out there and get anything going anyway. Couldn't help them out. Special teams, nothing to speak of. They didn't lose the game. There was no big plays to help either, but they didn't lose the game. There was just nothing there. I mean, you know, Anger came out, punted the ball. Woo! Aguayo didn't miss a kick today. Ah, He only had one. An extra point. Yeah, he made it. Hashtag I'm with 19. Guys, I don't know if you can tell. I'm frustrated with this team. There, there is no ifs, ands, or buts around it. And maybe I shouldn't be. Because, you know, everybody everybody went into this game going, you know, Broncos are hot. Broncos coming in 3-0. and Broncos got a nasty defense. They're Super Bowl defending champions. Broncos. Bronco, Broncos are going to beat the Bucks. Yeah, okay. But you know what? I'm still frustrated. You know, there's so much promise at the beginning of this year. And this year is starting to look like all the others. You know, at least and here's the thing. This is part of what the instant cast is. I don't have a cool head right now. That's my gut feeling as I come out of this game is man, this is just starting to look like like all the other years. And I know you guys are feeling it too. I know you guys are feeling it too. But listen, I I can't go out there and I can't I can't talk to you in the main show and and kind of let cooler heads prevail and, and actually give some perspective on the game unless I at least get to come out here in an instant cast and be real with you about how I'm feeling right now. I'll tell you this. We cannot blame this game on interceptions and fumbles at this point. No, we can't. Now those didn't help. Okay. Those certainly hurt. Those certainly hurt. We can't blame it on that though. The offense just didn't stay on the field to put the ball in the end zone. They couldn't stay on the field and they couldn't put the ball in the end zone except for that one time. The points that if you take the points that we lost on the interceptions and fumbles and take those off the board, we still lose this game. We lose this game, what, 10 to 7? But it doesn't matter. Doesn't the offense the offense didn't do their job. This was this was not a this was not a game you can't blame it on the interception and fumbles. They were just a part of it. I'll tell you this too, you can't blame this game wholly on the defense either. Defense looked horrid. They just didn't do what they needed to do to get off the field. But at the same time, I can, I can, it's the only saving grace I can give them is I can understand because they were just so daggum tired and they were depleted in men that they didn't have the people to rotate in and out. They didn't have their, their fire starters out there able to do what they had to do. They were just so daggum tired from being out on the dang field. And this is actually where I guess those interceptions and fumbles do count because that's putting the, the defense back on the field sooner than they should have been. And and that's where those three sacks at the end came from. Yeah, it wasn't just the the defense that was tired at that point. The offensive line was tired. They wanted to get out of that game. And, and my God, they sacked Jameis three times. Let me ask you a question. Where are the people who are uh, – maybe it's out there on Twitter. I don't know. But they didn't say it on the broadcast, so maybe nobody else got up in arms about it. But was anybody yelling about why is Jameis still in? You know, they go in for the rain delay. They come out. Why is Jameis still in? You know, I mean, the game was lost. We, we, there was not enough time to get the ball back, get you know, get up and and do what we needed to do to get points back on the board. Game was done. So, is anybody out there screaming about why is Jameis still in? Because remember, everybody did that in uh, Arizona. Why is he still in? Why is he still in? Why is he? Why don't risk don't risk injury to our to our our star quarterback? Game ended with three sacks with Jameis on a row, and that's how the game got cut, capped off. And you know what? That right there just felt like a big old punch in the nutsack. Right there, both cojones, two knuckles, just poof, on the bright side. Let's look at it. I'll give you the bright side. This is this is the I will I will bring this up. I think I've brought this up a few times already in different shows. I'll bring this up again in the main show. So we end the season, or I'm sorry, we end the first quarter of the season one and three. The first quarter of the season, one and three, and that's what we did last year. And guys, I'll tell you this seasons like games, neither are won or lost in the first quarter games are in seasons are one and lost in the fourth quarter. You know, last year we went one and three in the first quarter. We're doing it again this year. And then we went two and two in the second quarter. Then we went three and one in the third quarter and just as we were on the precipice of that last quarter of the season last year that last four games people were saying you know the bucks could still make the playoffs well look at the the bucks could make and it, you know especially if they run the table here if they they win these next four games and we think they might we think they really could do it they, we think they will they'll be in the playoffs now we lost those last four games so i don't i don't want to repeat last year okay don't don't misread me here okay But what I'm saying is the season's not over. Season is not over. The first quarter ends one and three. Next week, we start a brand new quarter of our season. We start a brand new quarter of our season on a Monday night game in Carolina where their star quarterback, Cam Newton, is going to be in concussion protocol, which means Derek Anderson's going to be in. And, And I know, I'm pretty sure he's beat us once or twice. I really, I'm pretty sure he has. That game is not in the bag. But it's a whole lot easier with Cam Newton not on the field. And then we have a bye week. And hopefully we get Ayers back and Martin back and Luke Stalker comes back. Hopefully McCoy and Spence aren't going to be out too much longer. Uh, hopefully they're not out next week at all. Gosh, next week's going to be a super tough game. I don't care if Cam Newton's there or not. If if McCoy and Noah Spence and Brandon Myers and Luke Stalker and Robert Ayers and Doug Martin and Jaque Smith, who's already on IR, so we know he's not going to be back at all. If those guys are all gone, this is going to be a rough, rough game. But we could win Carolina. A lot of people are saying we'll beat the 49ers. I don't know. I, right now, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. See where they come back off the bye. That could be good. That could be good. And who do we have? We have the Raiders, I think, after that, and I forget who comes in. Uh is it atlanta again? I think maybe I don't know We could go two and two in the next quarter that'd put us uh what three and eight on the season. Does that sound about right No no, that'd put us three and five on the season. Sorry, that eight is the total number of games we will have played. put us three and five on the season, so I don't know, guys, we could get there. We could get there. Season season is not over yet. Okay, let's let's not get there. That's the one thing that I can say. Look, look, look. Cooling heads are already starting to prevail. Just uh, twenty some odd minutes into this instant cast. And speaking of that, that's going to do it for the instant cast going to wrap it up uh guys be on the lookout for the main show that's coming up this week in the meantime drop me a line let me know your thoughts of the game i might just read them on the main show you can do that over at the pewter at gmail.com you can find me on twitter or facebook at the Cast. um yeah that's really how you can get in touch with me i'm pretty responsive you guys can talk to me uh hey by the way be on the lookout thursday afternoon at one o'clock uh, over on facebook facebook.com forward slash the pewter i am going to do my buccaneer fantasy recommendation so if you've got a bucks player on your fantasy roster you want to check in there i'll give you my recommendations for what to do with the bucks players so guys until next time until the main show go bucks